You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. Carter Roberts coming up next to two. You know, I want to circle back to something that I said earlier in the show that that I, I really, I think is interesting. Not I'm not saying it's interesting because I said it, but I think it's interesting enough that I want to circle back to, if you didn't hear it, I want you to have a chance to hear it, and I want to explore it a little more deeply, actually. So, I said that I think the Nets right now are viewed as toxic, okay? Mm-hmm. Not by us. But by players. Yeah. And, and, you know, all you had to do was listen to Kyrie Irving on the way out, the Dallas introductory press conference, harpooning the Nets organization, saying that he wanted out after the first year. Durant wasn't happy. The Nets disrespect. We know what he said. Okay. Now, it doesn't matter if we disagree and, and vehemently protest that. I don't think the, the only thing the Knicks are guilty of, uh, pardon me, the Nets are guilty of is bestowing too much power, in my opinion, to the player. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's asking for problems, all right? Yeah. But I don't think they did anything unprofessional or untoward toward those guys. Now, it's irrelevant what we think pertaining to that because the players have long taken a cue from Kyrie. Mm-hmm. He was the one on the phone, in the bubble, imploring people, and he was hurt not to show up. He is revered. By young players. And we could sit here and say, Kyrie this and chastise him for that and, you know, be critical of this as well. It's almost immaterial. It's what the players think. And I wonder, Teak, when you have two of the absolute, I mean, Kevin Durant's one of the top three or four, Kyrie's top ten. So one of the top ten players in the NBA and both are jettisoned and seemingly very unhappy here. Why wouldn't other players view the Nets as toxic? Well, I think that Kevin Durant, and we talked about this at the beginning of the show, is actually in a better spot than he was. And so you can argue that Kyrie Irving was disrespected or you know not treated the right way, as he said in his opening press conference with the Dallas Mavericks. But I don't think you can say that about Kevin Durant. The Knicks, I mean, the Nets did nothing but give KD exactly what he wanted. Right, they wanted him to they go get his other boy, James Harden, so they go get James Harden. And when James Harden wanted out, they, they needed another star, so they they finagle a trade for Ben Simmons, who was hurt at the time and broken in a lot of different ways. And they, they went and got, you know, a Ben Simmons to have that other third star. So I think for Kate and then and then ultimately they gave him a a max extension, you know, four year extension that 
you know, he, he, did he deserve? I don't know. He didn't play a lot of basketball leading up to that that big time extension. So I think the the Brooklyn Nets did right by Kevin Durant. And even though he never stated in his offseason trade request the places that he wanted to be, it was kind of understood that the Phoenix Suns were one of them. And so when it push came to shove, they move out uh, Kyrie. They know that they're not competing for a championship or even any anything in the Eastern Conference this year. They actually did right by KD by trading him. I mean, they, he, KD had no leverage. K, KD could have said, like Kyrie, I want to be traded. They would have said, all right, well, we're not losing you after this year. Mm-hmm. We're not losing you for the next three seasons. So, you know, go scratch, KD. I think they actually did right by KD by trading him after the team is stripping down. But more importantly, trading him to a place that actually has like a chance to do something this season and maybe has some fulfillment for KD. So you can argue all you want about Kyrie, and I agree with you about Kyrie. Kyrie was part of the, was the problem, not not the Nets with the problem with the, with Kyrie. Yeah. But for KD, I think they actually did phenomenal by him. They did him really well. That's you know what when you look at it from KD's perspective, I think that's pretty fair. I think that's good. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Jimmy's in North Bergen. What's up, Jim? How are you? Hey, hey, hi guys. What's hey, happening? So I, I I want to see I want to see uh, when that other shoe is going to drop uh, with with Kyrie. Now that he's in Dallas, I want to see uh, if uh, if it turns out toxic with uh, Doncic. You know, it will. And yeah. It well, I mean, Luca's not playing right now, so I mean, Kyrie had his fill. What do you have? Twenty four the other what, night or what, last night? Last night, yeah. What's the over and under that that it falls apart over there? <laughs> uh, How many games? Um, at least even money. You're not getting much for how many games, right? Yeah, I'd, probably, I'd say, say 20. <laughs> can I ask you guys, what do you think? I was just going to say I'm excited about, it feels like uh, unloading like debt, you know, like a, like a Chapter 7 or something. <laughs> you, know, you, you have no more response. You know, you don't have any of this, uh, you know, this burden, burdensome uh, Kyrie and, uh, and, and, and Durant with his injuries. I feel like excited about, you know, about the the, uh, the direction they're heading in, but Ben Simmons, you know he's he's he, on the on the roster. Uh, he's um, going to start at point guard, and do you think that that's the the, the best place for him to play? Because he's been playing forward, right? He's been playing power forward. Uh, he's been playing forward. And, yeah, uh, I, look, I don't, I don't think game. we can forget how good of a point guard Ben Simmons actually actually is. He's such he's a versatile when he was on. Not th- not talking about now because it's it's obviously hit or miss in some ways. But when he was at his peak, he was one of the best you know on ball defenders in in the NBA. And you could you could vary how he was used, right? Because he, he would switch and he'd, he'd be on the forward, he'd be on the center. Like you could use him so many different ways as a defender. He's not that player anymore, especially after his back injury. Um, but as an offensive player, he's he's a pretty good creator. He's not a great scorer individually, but he does create pretty well for his teammates. So I don't, I mean, putting him at a point guard, I think, puts him back to what he knows and kind of wants to be, as opposed to someone, you know, trying to run an offense in theory from inside the post. That's just that. I don't know if that's his, 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 his style, really. I mean, I, I can't muster up any sort of enthusiasm for the guy. I don't know if he loves ba- – oh, I don't think he loves it. I don't even know if he likes it. I don't even know if he wants to play. He's no, he doesn't. distracted. He Physically, doesn't. he's broken. Mentally, think, he's busted. I think if he could walk away from the game and still get paid, he'd do it. Yeah, I probably agree with that. I do. Tony on Staten Island is on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's up, Tony? 
Hey, guys, hopefully we uh, could end this uh, talk on basketball with uh, Duran and uh, Irvin finally. Um, and to the guys uh, over on the, yeah, about 20, 25 games before he kills the team entirely. Yeah. But, um, Super, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Hey, with everything at Rogers, and I know where he may or may not be going, and, and the Jets situation, right? So, uh, in, hello? Yeah, what's up, dude? Oh, okay, I heard the phone beeping. Um, just um, with Rogers, <clears throat> you know, he would be coming to a second team. And I just stay with stay with me here. So, you know, did, did the Jets did the Jets draft another guy? Did the Jets hold on to Zach Wilson? Did the Jets go after another guy uh, leaving a team, Gus Rogers or Carr or someone else? So, I just want to give you some numbers on this. So, since 2003 season, all right, quarterbacks appearing in the Super Bowl, okay, in that time since the 2003 season that were on their second team, win or lose the Super Bowl, okay, guys, here we go. Ready? Kurt Warner. Eli, uh, Peyton Manning twice, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, Garoppolo, and Jake Delhomme. Mm-hmm. So in the, in, in, since 2003, there's only been eight times and only six quarterbacks that have appeared in a Super Bowl on their second team. I think that's a pretty healthy number. I think you, you, yeah. you undersell the number. I think that's actually encouraging. You think, well, listen, you're in, a, you're in an area with Brady and, and Manning and Ben as well, so I mean, you have a little bit of that element yep. to it. But uh, you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's just, it's just a thought, you know. And you look at Mahomes; he was drafted. Josh Allen; he was drafted, right? You look at Burrow; he was drafted, right? So, you know, it, it's a hard, it's a hard sell. But I just want to leave you with that. Uh, well, Tony, here's the thing, though, Tony. Tony, it's a hard sell if you want to slant it that way. And the numbers and the stats you referenced are that. You know, it's a harder sell not having a quarterback who could play. That's an yeah. impossible sell. Look, Hey, listen, if the Jets had the 31st best quarterback this season, they probably wouldn't have played the playoffs, guys. 31st, hey, yeah, uh, right, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Chiefs, Chiefs 27, uh, Eagles 24, and mm. that's my pick. So enjoy the uh-huh. game, everybody. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. yeah, I like Kansas City as well. I haven't given you a score yet. I'll give it to you tomorrow, but I've been saying I like Kansas City. I would yep. go the other way. I like to be against the Bengals. I've been riding them for a while. I'm going with KC. Wasn't the Eagles, I and mean, we were, Ian Rapport was talking about the Eagles traveling. Weren't they the first team that kind of took over that little soccer stadium with the Chargers. Then they have a away game in in, in uh, Los Angeles. And they just dominated. I, I feel, feel like, like I feel it was like very it, early. You call was that? Um, I can't Stub remember. Stubhub, the Stubhub yeah, Stadium, Stubhub Center. Yeah, the Stubhub Center or whatever it was. They I feel definitely like the took it over. I don't know what week it was, but they. It, I feel like you're right. It was very early. Yeah. And then, but the Eagles travel, man. These, oh, these fans, that. these fans are ridiculous and awesome at the same time. Yeah, no doubt. Anthony in Franklin Square, I uh, might have a little issue with me. What's up, Anthony? How are you? What's going on, boys? Good. How's everything? What's cooking there, buddy? What's oh, up? Good. What's the matter? BT, I get off of my calls at the beginning of the morning. I work from home. I'm on calls for like three hours. I turn on the fan. I say, all right, let's see what the boys are talking about. And the first thing I hear is you going off about how. The commercial is not that good. The <laughs> commercial is this, it's that, it's the other thing. It's the first time we've ever seen a Super Bowl commercial for one of our teams. I know it's a local commercial. It's something stupid. It's something fun. We laugh at it. We move on. Steve yeah. Cohen throws it on his money. Yep. This is something fun for him. He had a couple mil laying around, so he did it. Why do we got to make us think about it and start talking about how the Yankees can never, the Yankees are this, the Yankees are better than the Mets. No, Relax no, 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 no. Enjoy the game, enjoy the commercial, and that's it. Well, I'm going to enjoy the game, and I watch the commercial, and I think it's a C-plus commercial. What do you want? It's okay. C-plus <laughs> commercial. It's fun. It's for the kids. Oh, it's for the kids. Why do not? it for the you kids, Frank. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Do it for Johnny. No, no, it's fine. Hey, listen. 
The man is on a mission, and I like Stevie Cohen. And I like that he's trying to, you know, as I said before, get a bigger piece of the sporting real estate. Not just here, but like on, on more of a, I guess on a, a global might be a bit strong, but I'll go with global. He's trying to morph the Mets into more than just a New York team. I respect it. I get it. The commercial was, eh. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to make you happy with that. I know you got to put on your, your your persona for the radio. No, no but there is no the persona. That, wait, wait, Ann, hold on, bud. It, there's no persona. If, you, if, if you're biased, Homer, I'm the best Yankee fan in the city. Everything about the Yankees is the best. Everything about everybody else sucks. You know, Ann, and I, I, all, I... At the end of the day, all it is is Steve Cohen showing that the Mets are for real, the Mets are my baby, and I'm better than all the rest. Yeah. That's I, all it is. I, I got to tell you, sometimes you just got to let them know you ain't a hater. No hater, and come on! Let's get this loud there, Kramer. Everybody who thinks I'm a Mets hater, listen up. Come on! Come on! Where's your Piscopo? Where's Danny Heap when you need him? Let's go! Rev it up there, Kramer! Commercial. We're gonna make it this time. We're gonna take, take it, it home. Let's go. Let's go. Do it. Let's go. Do it. Let's go. Make it happen. Let's go. This is the commercial. You'll find a Mets man. Let's go. This is the commercial. They missed it. I'm telling you. Just bring it down for a little bit, though. This is what they could have done. They could have, like, morphed in for some grainy old footage from the 80s or even with Seaver. And they could have had this chronological advancement up to now. And this could have been the song. That's the commercial. Not Brandon Nemo running to answer the ringing phone. Ooh, that was innovative. Wow, that was incredibly artistically creative. My God, how'd you come up with that concept? Wow. No stopping us now. <laughs> Come on, here we go. It's not a question. It's just a matter. Yeah, you know, listen. All right. I like the song. I'm not hating on you. You don't buy it. You think I'm mocking you. I'm sincerely not, but I can't change opinions. I like the song. I'm not mocking the team. The commercial was lame. That's it. That's it. Good, Huff. I know you got some. First of all, what you trying to alienate like the young, the youth movement today? With I the mean, song, <laughs> so, I mean, stuck Ooh, in the. Eight, it's yes. not cool enough. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not relevant today. All right, how about you know? Let's make a new Mets song. We'll denigrate women. We'll talk about every walk of society, who and that'll said, be a good song. Who Yay. said that? That'll no, be a great. Well, uh, that's no, the modern music. A lot of not it. what I love to do, but I, I, that's, I, I, that's completely that, out of that'll field. That's captivate not the kiddos, huh? <laughs> uh, not every kid listens to that type of stuff. At least I, I, I try not to do that with my kids. But, but here's the other thing: well, you, you're crotches, we'll, you're we'll missing... flip up the bird. Yeah, we'll just let's go. First of all, I lived in the '90s and I watched Britney Spears and all those other things, all those other actresses and and celebrities do the same thing that they do doing now. But that's a different conversation. Brandon Nimmo, do you even understand why he ran to get the phone? Because it was ringing? Because he runs to first base on a walk. No, I understand. Mm. Oh. oh, oh, And And Lindor. And, but, but everything now the had dots a, are connected. Every, but, Brilliant. Everything had a tie-in. And you're just too, you're just 
too ready to make an insult about the Mets I'm not, like no. you normally do. We yes. got the team. That song sucks. I love that. Nobody cares about that I song. I like it. You do. But the Mets fans that. love that song. Called no, not he anymore. doesn't speak for all Mets fans. He no. does not. Not not anymore. I'm sorry. That song is outdated. It's over. Okay. So let me get a good song from that's 86, right? Let, let, give me a song. So there's no good songs for the past is what you tell me. No, is that not, that's not true. That's not what I said. I said that song is not really resonating right now. Okay, if you so, want to go to if you want to go to a current uh a group of people who let the dogs out no, who, who, that's who, the dumb, who. that's the dumbest song in the world too. But it was a Mets song. And I hated it. Me and it was dumb. It's dumb. Listen. Come to the park and the so we're going to go get another that's corny a song, song. But we're going to go another, get another corny that's song fantastic. to play. No one's saying that that song was get great. Get your popcorn and get your kids. Come on out to watch the Mets play ball. I mean, it's awful, that song. Those aren't the words. I know it's not. I forgot the words. But I'm that's not That's the only I'm cool not... Mets song around. Which n- the one that cool. I play? None of them are cool. Do you understand that? None of them are cool. Steve Cohen will figure out a way to make a cool song. Right now, the the, the trumpet song is fine. That's that's ladies that's, and that's gentlemen. Welcome right now, to Shea Stadium. Please rise to your feet. Put your hands together for the Baja Men. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Nobody likes that song. By the way. When they were playing it, you were, how you were young guy. You were on your little feet chanting, "Yay!" Oh, wait, did you do the YMCA too? Like everybody else at the stadium. I like. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. Because you're stuck in this. And I got news for you. I am stuck. You're stuck in this. And I like Cotton Eye Joe. That's the this song. Cotton Eye Joe. I like it. These sticks are so old. I don't care. Yeah, but, but now you're telling me that uh, the, the new stuff, they can't, we can't do anything new because we have to be stuck in the 80s. I the, am the not weird... influenced by popular opinion. If I like it, I am not afraid to say that I like it, even if it's corny. Here's the thing is you have to understand, you're not influenced, but the youth is, and that's what the Mets are going to try to go the for. Youth the youth are in school right now when I play the song. They're not hearing it. But they're going to see it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're going to see the commercial. They're going to see the commercial at the Super Bowl, and you guess what they're not going to see? The uh-huh. Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Can you at least admit, though, it's cute when Mr. Met puts the headphones on and they break? I like Mr. Met. I actually like Mr. Met. I saw something on social media the other day. Mr. Met showed up at a a Met fan's 100th birthday party. I did see that. I thought that was awesome. I'm not here to trash Mr. Met. I'm happy he found a little love in Mrs. Met. No, you just trashed on the commercial. No, I'm I'm just not incredibly... It's not a work of art. You're not... It's not... I don't understand why it, it doesn't have to be a work of art. That's true. Doesn't have to be. That's true. They're just trying to sell tickets. Maybe I have. Maybe I. Maybe my expectations are too high for the Mets to be able to put something good together as a commercial. I mean, you, again, another. I mean, whew, well, maybe yeah, you know, swing and miss. Because nice, nice insult. It gets old here. Uh, here I am trying. You're getting old with the jabs. You're getting old with the jabs. Let me tell you something. Maybe because you, like you box me in a corner. If I, let me just say this, if I didn't give you box the, yourself, if I didn't give the Mets any love, and I actually give the Mets more love on the show than people sarcastic think, love. Let me tell you something. My partner, who I love, but he wouldn't give the Mets an ounce of love. I'm the one who does it. I'm not from New York. And then you come at me. Oh, the song's so old. Oh, you're so old. Ah, oh, you're stuck in the '80s. Ah, oh, there's a jab. At least I'm giving you something. You, you, but it's not a respectful love. It is, it's, though. It's disrespectful. That song so why is you, respect. You're missing that. 
you, but again, it's done it in a in a way where it's like, let me just again. boost up that. Hey, by the way, I support you guys. Let's go back to the eighties. He's trying to tell me how I feel again. Now, for those who are new to the show, how did I first stumble upon that song? My dad, who's a Mets fan, had the album. And he bought the album when he got back from the Mets Dream Week where he was on Bud Harrelson's team. You, you think that I'm killing you guys. I'm not. Don't worry. We'll get jabs when we need to get jabs. Yankees, Mets. But not like a gratuitous shot without without cause. But you the- make me violent. <laughs> you did it, Dad. <laughs> you it's <did>. your fault. <laughs> oof. Oof. And he takes the knee in the New York Giants. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots, 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New York, New York. New York, New York, New York. Let's go, New York. New York, New York, New York. Watch the Mets. Watch, watch, watch the Mets. All right, Tinky and Tierney back on the fan. It's 1.30 here. Carter Roberts coming up next at 2. Uh, team, got to get a little serious again for a moment. So uh, this was obviously making the rounds yesterday. And the Knicks and the Bulls are once again deeply engaged on Zach Levine. Now, there's a couple of different potential frameworks to this deal that have been thrown out. And by the way, by all accounts, it's fairly close. All right? Uh, but so Chicago would receive Evan Fortier, good riddance, 
Uh, Derrick Rose, respect, but, you know, it's, it's not happening here. It's it's time. Obi Toppin, drafted the wrong guy. No, no disrespect. Yeah, plus he's redundant. Yep. Quentin Grimes, who I really like him, man. I'm, you'll, uh, you'll miss him. I like him. But and, you'll take the scoring. Yeah, and three first-round picks for... Levine and, and Dragic, who is just a throw and whatever. Um, I like Gordon, though. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he can be a glue piece at certain points. But, yeah, I hear you. You know what it's I'm not, saying. It's not, it's not important to the to the whole you know, trade um, in their future. But still, look, that makes sense. They have so many draft picks. At some point, you got to do something. And as we were talking about earlier, BT, this year feels like it's anybody's game to make a run. So better yourself the best that you can before the trade deadline, which is about – an hour and a half from now, and then just hope you get hot at the at the right time. That's that's what it's going to come down to this year. That's what it feels like it's going to come down to this year because nobody feels beyond beatable, right? Nobody feels like they're just the most dominant team in basketball and are supposed to be in the NBA Finals. Yeah. There's a lot of conflicting you know, reports as to what and, and who it's really built around. Now I'm following somebody else who covers the Bulls. Uh, there was a point when verified Twitter kind of meant something. Now, who knows? It's all one mishmash. But uh, they say that this individual says it's around R.J. Barrett for Zach Levine. Uh, the only, the only, which I'm fine with. The only issue that I have is, and I really like Zach Levine, and I've liked him for a while. And you know that. He's not always mm-hmm. healthy. That's a problem. Yeah. But he's a big-time shooter. He's an explosive athlete. He's muddy from the stripe. He's good. But the Knicks have hoarded all of these picks, right, for years now, and eventually they got to cash them in. Is Zach Levine what you cash them in for? Legitimately yeah. could see both sides, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but it's also, like, if it's not Zach Levine, then who is it? Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I don't know the answer. And, and that, I, think, I think that's what it's starting to come down to for the Knicks, is if we don't start doing something, then what are we actually ever going to do? Are we always going to keep saying, "Well, there'll be somebody else"? Oh, well, we know maybe the next one. Oh, well, you know, let's 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 wait for this to happen, and it becomes a lot of hypotheticals. And when you put hypotheticals on top of hypotheticals, like this guy's got to opt out, and then it's got to be at this time of this year, and you know maybe we get him, and then you know it, you just it, you can't live your life that way. Yeah, and it's true. And, the, and the Knicks aren't getting not that they care about the fan or the or their media outcry or whatever. Uh, that's out there around them, but at some point you do got to do something. You can't just sit and hoard assets. Yeah, thirty-seven million dollars this year, forty next year, forty-three, forty-five, and then forty-eight in twenty-six, twenty-seven. And he does have a pension for uh, you know for missing some time. I know some of it was COVID. Uh, a few, I think twice. Uh, yeah. I think he had COVID in in one season. You know the knee issue years ago, but he's a high wire act. He's he's fun. He's and he's efficient. Most importantly. You know, he's not a guy who's going to just, you know, win the dunk contest maybe, but uh, or did, but, yeah. and then come up and shoot 31% from downtown and 69% from the stripe. He he puts the ball in the hole, and with Brunson as a steadying hand, it's very appealing to me. I, I just, I really like Grimes. I'd so much rather give up Barrett, but you got to find monies to match. Maybe it's more along the lines of, um, well, actually, you know, the Barrett for him straight up would work, and then you got to mm-hmm. give him picks to incentivize them. I, I don't want to give up Grimes, but I've liked Levine for a while, so I'm, I'm a little torn on this. But it could happen. Yeah. Mm, could happen. Let's see. What else? The latest here. Um, and that, Well, the other thing it does is, you know, it gets the, the Fournier. If, if that first package was true, let's see, Fournier, 
team option in 2024-2025, you know, making $18 million bucks this year, $18 million next year, uh, 19 the year after. Nobody's going to pick that up, I don't think. So, you know, it's not like it's – I mean, it's not good because he doesn't play outside of the other night when he hit five threes, but – it's not like it's so punitive that you would you would take some you would take somebody that you like but don't love to get rid of Fournier's contract. It's not that terrible. Mm-mm. It ends soon, and it's not that much money relative to some of these bad deals in the NBA. Huh. We'll see. see. We'll find out soon enough. So it could have been averted if you would have just made the move for Spider. <laughs> That's all we had to do. That's all Spider. you had to do. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Coulda, but didn't. Yep. Getting a lot of hate here from these Mets fans, Teague. But I'm also getting a lot of love, truth be told. You're, Thanks not, for play- you're, not, you're not a Mets hater. I'm not. Thanks for playing the song. I loved it. I love it now. It still resonates. It sounds good. Hoff doesn't know good music from his behind. He doesn't know what he's <laughs> talking about. I'm getting a lot of these tweets. 877-337-6666 is our number. Uh, Craig and Evan coming up at 2. The deadline's at 3, so maybe we'll get some big Nick news before uh, the day ends. I surmise we'll get something. It just kind of feels like that's happening. And uh, we'll get uh, another pick here from Hoff, who lost last mm. night, I think. is Again. I told him that he probably Again. would. I didn't like that. That it was a bit ambitious, that play late ago oh, and a half. But anyway. Hating on everything I do. <laughs> uh, we'll get a, a quick timeout. We'll get Carter Roberts after us and your calls right after this. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. You know, I'm just scouring Twitter every second. Refresh, check this, check that. Viable sources, people I trust. Uh, I've seen nothing concrete yet. I'm starting to see uh, a small um, infusion of deals that are, like, finalizing deal, but they're not from reputable sources, Mm -hmm. or at least not ones that I'm running with, but... Uh, you know, uh, I mean, is anything reputable anymore? I hear you. Because you were just talking about with social media, especially Twitter. It's confusing, T. It's so confusing. I know. I can't follow it anymore. I stopped trying. It's like yeah. two. Or, there's two or three. If if it Woj doesn't do it, I don't. I don't even pay attention. Or Shams. Or Shams. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, I got you. Well, listen, if Ian Begley had something, you know, he he does a good job pressing why I like Ian. There's a few yeah. others, but but point certainly taken. I this there's no way I'm going on this, but I just I, it seems like the Knicks and the Bulls with the Levine and a, a few of these tweets that I'm seeing, R.J. Barrett, uh, you know, it looks like Barrett's the focal point. If this is even accurate, who knows? We'll get the answer in an hour and 15 minutes maybe before then trade deadline to three. But if nothing else, it's certainly interesting. And for sure, you know that Leon Rose is trying to do something. He's well, that's, trying. I, I, maybe that's the most important thing because for so long it's been like, Leon, what are you doing? Like, are you going to say anything? Are you going to do anything? Like, give us something, mm-hmm. Leon. And now he's it's it's that's definitely happening, obviously. Yeah, he's trying. All right, Mr. Kramer, a little music, sir. Here you go. Time for the Tiki and Tierney Daily Pick. Could be one of the final ones here for Huff. It doesn't go on a little two-game win streak. And the pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem, real clothes, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. So we laid down the parameters yesterday. You had to hit two out of three including yesterday, the rest of the week to keep the baton for a while uh, after a red-hot start. Got a little cold, as it happens to all of us. Uh, no shade. It is what it is. But I said you had to get two out of three here. Uh, you lost last night, 
which means you got to nail tonight and tomorrow. Let's see how you respond to pressure. Go ahead, Hoff. Go get it. So we're going back to Florida on the ice. Florida Panthers taking on the San Jose Sharks. Minus one and a half with a plus 105. So Boy, that was not delivered with an abundance of confidence. No. That was almost resignation. Well, what was a little, that? It's a little frustrating that I've lost three in a row. And if you watch the games, Rangers yesterday were up 4-2 with two minutes left or whatever, whatever it was. And Sorokin lets it Not Sorokin, jeez. Shesterkin lets up a goal. And it's just, they've all been very close. So it's not like I'm getting blown no, out, you, but it's frustrating. That's no, all. I hear you. Gambling is frustrating. That's why you need to be careful with this. So hopefully Hoff hits it. I want to see him keep doing it. Less work for me. Um, 877-337-6666. Carton Roberts are on deck. And a lot of the Durant stuff. And if anything happens with the Knicks, I'm sure basketball will be huge with them. Uh, Mike and Howell, what's going on, Mike? How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? Always love you, BT. Thanks, and Mike. What's, what's up, happening, man? Yeah. You're welcome. Um, so I just had one question and then a quick follow-up after that. Okay. So where do the Nets go from here? Where do the Knicks go from here? Where the do Knicks, the Nets go from oh, here? I'm sorry, Nets. Well, I, I think, I mean, I could handle this, Teague. You could, I just think the Nets play hard every night. I yeah. think you continue to see what some of these young players have. I yeah. really like what if you're they waiting got back. for a move. If you're waiting for a move, that's not happening. They're they're not no, correct. Well, no, no. There there are teams calling the Nets about Bridges. Yeah, but I mean, correct. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, like a a, a difference making whoever star. That's not happening. That. I agree. With that. Just, I, it, I, I would I would just like to move Jay Crowder like as a secondary move. That would be that would be nice once he gets healthy. He's already gone. You know, yeah, they moved they him already. He's gone. He's gone. They, they moved him already. Well, oh, oh, oh sorry, I, I didn't check. That's okay. Yeah, yeah I've I been at you. work. I've been at work. And and one one real quick for Tiki. What's up, dude? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Of course. So so I'm gonna throw out three names. Okay. And if you could tell me your favorite go ahead. or who you think was the best, go ahead. Jim Brown, Barry Sanders. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And I'll throw I'll throw out one more out there. Emmett because of his consistency. Yeah, Emmett, I love Emmett, but Emmett was the, is third on that list. Correct. Yeah, my yeah, favorite sir. was Barry, but Jim Brown was just dominant. I mean, when you can dominate the way that he did and then leave on his own terms, not because physical like I did, but it was because he was pissed off they weren't paying him. <laughs> he said, well, screw you guys. I'm going to go go to Hollywood. You got to respect Jim Brown. Plus, he was in an era where his influence was profound to what was going on in the country for African Americans. So, I'd say Jim Brown was my favorite, um, uh, or is the best on that list. But Barry Sanders was my favorite. Hang on, we've got an alert. Is this a trade alert? Is this is yes, this about is. the Knicks? No. <sighs> Nets. Nets. No. Uh, go ahead. Then why the do new, we care? Well, new- because it might impact somebody the Knicks are chasing. <laughs> All right, no. go ahead. No. Okay. Then the why York, do we care? Nah, New York Rangers. What? They're trading for Vladimir Tarasenko from the San Luis Blues. Uh, please explain to what that Vladimir means. Vladimir Guerrero in less than, going in less to the Rangers? Tarasenko, in- last year he had 82 points in 82 games. In okay, explain, games, excuse explain me. what that means for the Rangers in less than 30 seconds. Another <laughs> another elite, uh, I won't say elite goal scorer, but he's up there. He's a points maker, good assist. He came wow. from the St. Louis. He was on the St. Louis Blues with the when they won the Stanley Cup. So he's definitely a playmaker, no questions asked. Well, you're a Rangers fan. You pumped? Like, yeah, is this a big-time move? Uh, he's 31. He's still got a lot left in the tank. I think it's a good – it's definitely a good move. And I don't know what they have to give up. Okay. But I think it's – he's a playmaker, and that's a good thing. What's his contract situation? Uh, I think he's I know he's the a, Horvat, you know, the Isles extended him immediately. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not looking for a. Uh, I'm not looking for a contract extension with him. He's right. a rental. That's totally fine. Okay, hey, listen, rentals matter. You know, rentals can. They did it last year. Rangers did it last year. Same mm-hmm. thing. Let's get Vic in Danbury, Connecticut. What's up, Victor? How are you today? What's going on, guys? Love the show, man. What's up, Thank buddy? you, man. What's up, dude? Hey, Tiki, I got some homework for you, man. I don't want to get you in trouble or nothing, but All right, go ahead. Gotta do me a favor, man. What's up okay. with the Rihanna halftime show? No, uh, no TMZ out there. What's with the? Yeah, no. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been out yet, dude. I got it late last night. Uh, my brother was going to Jake Laser's party or something. It was started at like midnight and was going to <laughs> one to three in the morning. I was like, yeah, I'll pass. Yeah. So I haven't been out yet, but I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow when well, I actually man, have. We a... need some scoop, man. We need some scoop. You're out there handling business, please. I will. I will today. Well, as soon as the show's over, I'm probably gonna head over to Radio Row for a little bit, just for the you know, just for the lay of the land. Um, and then the NFL right. Honors is about 4.30, so it'll be 6.30 your time. NFL Honors right. family members go over, and then uh, we'll be there for the evening and then partying all night. So we'll see. Now, Vic, well, let you know. Hold on, Vic. Let me ask you. I will. So I you, will. you really care about the playlist? Like, you, you really care that much? Well, she's got a lot of good music. I know. She does. She I does. What, what, what angle she's going to start with? She's got a lot of collabs. Yeah, yeah that's true. Jay-Z, you got Drake. You got yep. all, you know. Eminem. Yep. And, oh, come on. I mean, so uh, that's why I'm curious. Is there, a, is, there a new, is there a new album, too? Is there is there a new? I don't think there's anything new. I, no, I don't think anything new, but she's got enough in her, you know. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to hear new stuff at the so we want to hear stuff no. that we know. We want to hear but, the good stuff. But I know you go to these concerts and these guys and yeah. they have new albums. And uh, it's like, dude, I have I have no idea what that is. I almost is. feel badly for think about this. You're you're an artist, you're a musician, right? Yeah. And you know, you, you just grind away with the hits that everybody knows. They know every word verbatim. Yep. And then but you're you, you want to evolve musically. You're in a different place in your life. You have different right. words. You're right uh-huh. different, you know, yeah. Different yeah. nobody wants not, to hear them. You're not jaded anymore. You're not like pissed <laughs> off at the world right. anymore. Like you don't hate the, the men or whatever or women or you yeah. don't you don't you just want to change. You've you found peace, stability. Yeah. And you want to talk about it. And people are like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're good. Give me the old stuff. Yeah, like when Billy plays at the Garden. I've seen him play there, and I've seen him play elsewhere. We know all the hits. You want to hear yeah. Piano Man. You want to hear a bunch of songs. I mean, I'm sure that Billy's got a couple of things that he's that he's put in the in the hopper that that he would like to try. I mean, you know, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Maybe he has. He does bust one or two out. But yeah, we just want to know when you go to a concert. You don't want. Maybe you give me one or two new stuff so I can go to the bathroom. I have to get a beer. New yeah. song. Bathroom time. Got it. But do not hit me with more than two songs that are new. I need the oldies. That's why I'm at the concert in the first place. Well, I told you I went to the Lady Gaga concert. I, I mean, I legit knew two songs. Yeah, Bad played, Romance and Poker Face. Yeah, she played some of her new stuff and others. And I was, I have, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no idea. I can't even like respond to it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Good Tony. thing my wife had a good time. Yep, Tony's in Bayonne. What's going on, Tone? How are you today? What's up, guys? Brandon, um, if this Rogers thing falls through, where is Baker Mayfield in the mix for the Jets? And also, Diki, um, if if Jones doesn't accept the giant deal and he wants more, somebody does swoop in and pay him, where do they go? 
Well, we talked about this a bit yesterday. I think, I mean, Tyrod Taylor is a good bridge for you. I mean, even if, even if he doesn't overly excite you, he's not a bad quarterback. And I think he's, he'll win some games and he'll play exactly in the system that Dable wants because he knows him for, for years now. So, like, it's not as dire as the Jets situation, that's for sure. If the Jets don't get one of these guys, uh, free agents or available quarterbacks, because they're not actually free at this point, mm-hmm. the Jets feel like they're just they're in, they're in hell. Um, with the Giants, I think they have a contingency that is may not be ideal, but it's it's not bad at all by any stretch. I happen to like Tyrod. Hold on, you're overstating Tyrod Taylor a little bit. Come on, yeah, but I don't think it's not bad. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, he's not a bad quarterback. I know, but with not much around him, he's not going to elevate like. But I don't, I don't, I don't believe that the team is going to. Go, I don't care if Daniel Jones is there or not. The team is not leaving the receiving core, the the cornerback room, the depth of the offense. They're not leaving it the same. No, no, there's I just, agree with no that. Way. I agree with that. And but in I, fact, if yep. Daniel Jones is not there, it gives you it gives you more assets to do all those things. Well, first so, of all, I think you and I both think Jones will be there. But let me float this by. What do you think is a is a better situation, Tyrod Taylor with? Uh, some you know fairly modest, but in the spots that they needed upgrades on mm-hmm. offense uh, for the Giants or Ryan Tannehill with all the things the Jets have. The, the Jets. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's what I'm Ryan, saying, Ryan. I, but that's it's tepid, man. Ryan Tannehill is not exciting to me at all. Me neither. I mean, maybe me I gave him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Derrick Henry was rushing for 2,000 yards. <laughs> um, and as a team, they rushed for like 2,500. It was ridiculous how good of a run team they were. <laughs> and he just had not to screw it up. On, on a Jets team that needs a leader, a quarterback leader who can throw the ball around the field, um, in addition to be a, you know, you know, obviously he'll hand it off a lot as well. If Brees is healthy and and Bam is good, but I just don't like Ryan Tannehill. I just don't. No, no, trust me, it better not be Tannehill. I'm just saying it's 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 potentially salvageable at least as a you know wild card ish team if you have yeah. Tannehill. Yeah, no, yeah, that's no, all no. I'm saying. I don't want Tannehill either. Don't get me. I don't want him. I don't want him. Yeah, to your point though, you're saying if 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 Tyrod Taylor is the Giants quarterback and they don't make significant improvements skill position wise, yeah. they're not a playoff team. Oh, no way. I don't so think they are. That, yeah, in that regard, I, I hear what you're saying. I agree with you with Tannehill, but I don't want Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dove, what do what do we got here, Dove? Fifty eight? Oh man, I want to just stretch this out. I want the trade to happen while I'm on the air. Let's go. It's not gonna happen. What? It's not gonna happen. I'm, I'm the bad juju's coming out of my. But who right do you now. who do you want? Like who do you want? BT. Forget who, want, who you're trying to get rid of. Who do you want? I want Siakam, uh, Adenobi. Uh, I want um, Shea Gilgis. Well, I don't think they're gonna trade him. By the way, no. It and seem I would like. like I would absolutely trade Levine for for Barrett. I would absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm not. So you have away you have four every, targets. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think they're gonna do something. I really do. Mm. It feels like it's gonna be Levine, and as long as it's not like, you know, Barrett topping quickly three for like yeah. it's all over strain here. But if the yeah, Knicks just don't out, don't strip down. No, exactly. Like if the Nets, uh, pardon me, if the Knicks roll out there with Brunson, Levine, um, you know, Randall. I mean, it's it's a pretty decent-looking team right there. Quickly sniping. Let's go. I agree with you. Do something. Do something. Why not? Hey, have fun tonight. Say hi to Ronde. Let's have a good time. Be careful out there, buddy. No trouble, (laughs) okay?
You know, not me. Maybe Tiki. maybe Bizarro Tiki. That would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I say, you know, because I know you'd be sipping that, that tequila. Be careful. Uh, have a great time. I'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, Carton Roberts next. Who knows what the Knicks will do, but it feels like they're doing something. Later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 